Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, budget bonanza, the winners and losers as the Treasurer hands down his financial plan for the nation. COVID alert, a new community case has Melbourne venues on edge, why Victoria is blaming South Australia. Police probe, a Queensland officer apologises after a former colleague was let go without a breath test. And the Queen opens UK Parliament, appearing in person without a mask or her traditional crown. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Tens of billions of dollars worth of record spending has been splashed in the federal budget to see Australia's crippled economy out of the pandemic. The aged care sector, women and mental health among the big winners. Billed as the post-pandemic recovery budget to fix an economic Armageddon caused by COVID-19. The jobs are coming back. The economy is coming back. Australia is coming back. Huge spending off the back of strong jobs growth with 900,000 Australians back in work, cutting the projected deficit by $52 billion, but still a record blowout of $161 billion. While Australia's debt levels have risen, they still remain low by international standards. The centrepiece this year, aged care, $17.7 billion to fix the broken sector, including 80,000 home care packages and 13,000 new home care staff. We are uh, doing our best to ensure that Australians uh, in aged care get the highest quality service. More support for women too, $1.9 billion to promote economic security, $1.1 billion for women's safety, record spending on mental health, $6.3 billion a year, and an extension of the tax offset of up to $1,000 for low and middle income earners. Businesses big and small keeping the economy moving. Jeremy Frost, 7 News. Industry leaders have been left divided over the budget and how far it goes in supporting vulnerable Australians. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. What's been the reaction? Fairly positive overall, Jody. good morning, but this was touted as a big spending budget. Aged care working Australians and families all declared winners of Josh Frydenberg's latest economic plan, but not all are celebrating. The biggest spend on aged care in Australian history, the sector says it's a positive step in the right direction. Very good start to totally transforming the aged care system. 
welcoming the extra home care packages, but concerns over wait times remain. Still hasn't addressed that uh, problem of people dying waiting for a package. It is not the once-in-a-generation aged care reform package that was promised. Despite an additional $3 billion in funding to support women's health, safety and economic security, some advocates say it doesn't go far enough. I think that unfortunately what this budget does is reinforce the message that this government does not understand or recognise the needs of women. The increased subsidies for childcare also welcomed, but advocates say it should start this year, not next. It could have been um, implemented in a way that could be immediately available to those families that require the assistance. Concerns too for extended border closures. Business groups say some sectors won't survive the year. We will see more job losses and we will see many, many business failures out of this. But before opening up, the Australian Medical Association wants assurances hospitals can cope with the added pressure of increased COVID cases. We believe this budget uh, delivers uh, a reasonable amount for health, but the big hole at the centre of the budget is public hospitals. The head of Lifeline welcomes the new support for mental health services. This is an extraordinary budget for mental health. Support too for the extension of the tax break for low and middle income earners and tax relief for businesses. But Labor says many issues have not been addressed. I think there are a range of missed opportunities in the budget. You think about it, they've spent $100 billion, they've racked up a trillion dollars in debt. Now is as good a time as any for the government to, to borrow for longer term uh, benefit of the, of the, of the community. Another key loser, future taxpayers, with Australia's recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic coming in at an eye-watering cost that Australians will be paying off for decades with no mention of a surplus in sight. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. New rules have been rushed in for travellers in response to a Victorian man testing positive to COVID after quarantining in Adelaide. The 30-year-old arrived from India last month, testing negative four times while in hotel quarantine. He then flew to Melbourne, where his test came back positive yesterday. Victoria now blaming South Australia, saying it's likely to be a hotel quarantine leak. Oh, I think it's absolutely the case that he's he's picked it up in quarantine in South Australia. But, you know, we'll, we'll um, see what other potential exposures might exist. Those travelling from Victoria to either New South Wales or Queensland will now need declaration forms to confirm they haven't been to a venue of concern. A full list of those Melbourne exposure sites is online. A 13-year-old boy has died in a tragic accident involving a garbage truck. Three boys were sleeping inside an industrial bin in South Australia early yesterday morning when the driver emptied it. One boy managed to jump out, a second wasn't injured, but the third boy suffered critical injuries and died at the scene. The truck driver was unaware and is now traumatised. A coronial inquest into the 2015 murder of 12-year-old Tiali Palmer will begin next month, tracing her last moments. Her foster father, Rick Thorburn, admitted to killing her after hearing his 18-year-old son may have got her pregnant. The court will hear from Thorburn, forcing him to reveal how he killed the schoolgirl. It takes a vile human being to be able to take an innocent 12-year-old's life. Thorburn is currently in jail serving a life sentence. 
The Queen has delivered her annual speech at the, op the state opening of Parliament in her first engagement in person since the death of Prince Philip. Wearing a dress instead of the usual robes and crown, Her Majesty read a speech outlining the government's agenda. It's the 67th time the Queen has performed her ceremonial role. A Queensland police officer has apologised after body cam vision surfaced of her involved in letting a former officer off despite him admitting to drinking behind the wheel. Detective Senior Constable Naomi Shearer is facing losing her badge after the incident. So far she and another colleague have been disciplined and fined. We all know what the right thing to do oh, was. Yeah, yeah, okay, and we yeah. all know why it didn't occur. Yeah. He got off because he was a police officer. Yeah. I understand that I did wrong things on the night. The retired Victorian sergeant behind the wheel has escaped punishment. The junior constable who handed the vision over has quit after allegedly being bullied by senior police for speaking out. The New South Wales Environment Minister is calling for a special inquiry into the 1979 Lunar Park ghost train fire that killed seven people. Matt Keane says there are serious doubts about the original investigation and after nearly 42 years, it's time for justice to be served. The happiest place in Sydney has a dark and heartbreaking secret many want exposed. It's just time that it happened. It's, it's gone on for way too long. Enough is enough. Jason Holman was lucky to escape an inferno at Luna Park in 1979, which killed his friends on the ghost train. It's just not fair for them. Minister Matt Keane joining calls for the government to act and establish a public inquiry with the powers of a royal commission. I'm calling for a special commission of inquiry to get to the bottom of what's gone on, to give closure to the families. It's just acknowledgement and bringing it out there and getting justice for the families. It comes after damning claims on the ABC of a plot covered up by corrupt police, with three new witnesses coming forward. I could distinctly smell the, the kerosene burning. But some witnesses disagree. I was on the ride. Um, I didn't see bikies and I didn't smell kerosene. Last month, the coroner ordered a review of the evidence, but families and witnesses fear it's a case of police investigating police. In the past that hasn't always worked out in terms of um, getting to the truth. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Two Queensland men will face court today after allegedly kicking and stomping on a man's head at a junior rugby league game on Sunday. Police say Josh Jones was assaulted in the stands by one of the men while watching the under-13s game at Wynnum. Up to 20 parents and spectators were involved in a brawl which spilled onto the field. The men aged 36 and 19 have been charged with a string of assault offences. Mr Jones was left with serious facial injuries. Day two of NAPLAN will get underway across the country today with the reading test for students in years three, five, seven and nine. The aptitude test was cancelled last year due to the pandemic. This year's results will be the first national post-COVID snapshot of how students handled at-home learning. Up next tomorrow is numeracy. Security guards at a WA detention centre have uncovered a tunnel around 20 metres long, reaching from a cell almost to the outside world. Detainees say a Russian national dug the escape route at Yonga Immigration Detention Centre with garden tools. Refugee advocates are concerned, saying most people there are asylum seekers. The government needs to look at the reality of what indefinite detention actually means. The suspect is being held in isolation. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Checking finance now, Wall Street has tumbled overnight. Investors concerned about a combination of soaring raw materials prices and inflation. The Dow Jones is down, so is the Nasdaq. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX traded lower. It didn't get any better closer to home. Japan's Nikkei closed lower, Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell, so did the All Lords and the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,835 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 68.5 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 78.34 US cents, 85 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Vladimir Putin has ordered a tightening of Russia's gun laws after at least seven students were killed in a school shooting. Students were seen leaping out of windows as the gunshots rang out at a high school in the Russian city of Kazan. A teacher and another school employee were also killed. 21 others, mostly children, were injured. Police have a 19-year-old man in custody. India's COVID infection tally has risen to almost 23 million, with almost 330,000 cases recorded across the country over the past 24 hours. It's the 20th consecutive day India has registered more than 300,000 cases. The country's medical system remains swamped, with severe shortages of oxygen and other resources. It comes as dozens of bodies of suspected COVID victims washed up on the banks of the Ganges. Petrol shortages are sweeping the US as a vital oil pipeline targeted in a cyber attack remains shut down. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Drivers are being turned away as the pumps run dry. Yes, good morning, Jody. It is as the ransomware issuers had threatened. The biggest ransomware attack ever on US infrastructure is beginning to produce disorder on the ground, particularly in southeastern US states, south from Virginia through the Carolinas down to Georgia. We're seeing queues outside petrol stations and perhaps 5% of all petrol retailers now run dry and a real fear in the east of the United States that there will be a rush on petrol. Petrol prices have now bumped in the country to their highest level since late 2014, all because of the attack on the pipeline system, 9,000 kilometres of pipeline from the Gulf of Mexico delivering oil as far north as New York, refined petrol. Uh, That attack from last Friday, the system has not yet been re-established and the company Colonial says it's unlikely to be fully established before the weekend. 
extend uh, this as the Biden administration tells Americans that about 350 million US dollars has been extorted from companies already this year. Jody, Scary stuff. OK, thanks, Tim. Port Adelaide ruckman Scott Lysett has been slapped with a four-game ban by the AFL Tribunal. Lysett will miss the next month after his dangerous tackle concussed Adelaide youngster Ned McHenry in Saturday's showdown. Tom Rockliffe's playing return remains unclear. He's in hospital with deep vein thrombosis. Rockliffe is currently recovering from knee surgery. Titans star David Fafita will miss Sunday's Magic Round clash with the Panthers in Brisbane after being banned by the NRL judiciary. Fafita will sit out the next two games after failing to have his high tackle charge on Tiger Adam Dewey downgraded last night. The 21-year-old will also miss next week's clash with the winless Bulldogs on the Gold Coast. Rafael Nadal is the latest big-name tennis star to throw doubt on playing at the Tokyo Olympics. Ahead of his opening match at the Rome Masters, the world number three said he can't make any decisions on the Games yet due to the pandemic. In a normal world, I will never think about uh, missing Olympics. Under these circumstances, uh, I don't know, let's see what's going on in the next couple of months. Uh. Nadal joins Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka in voicing concerns about playing in Tokyo. Manchester City have officially won the English Premier League after Crosstown rivals United lost to Leicester 2-1 this morning. And it's a smashing finish from Thomas. That is a dream of a goal for the young boy. The win is a big boost to Leicester's Champions League qualification hopes. They're now eight points above fifth-placed West Ham. The Illawarra Hawks have kept their NBL finals hopes alive after a thrilling 71-66 win over the Adelaide 36ers in Wollongong. Tyler Harvey starred for the Hawks, hitting 23 points for the game, including the long-range match sealer. Illawarra remain one point outside the top four. The 36ers are seventh. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough and upper cold air will generate showers and thunderstorms in eastern New South Wales and Queensland, with some of them potentially severe. There will be rain in southeastern New South Wales, far eastern Victoria and northern Tasmania. A weak front will bring light showers to southern WA. A large high will keep elsewhere mostly dry. Around the capitals today, showers and a possible storm in Brisbane. A shower or two in Sydney, a top of 22 degrees. Partly cloudy in Canberra, mostly sunny in Melbourne, a top of 18. Partly cloudy in Hobart. Mostly sunny in Adelaide, heading for 17 degrees. A morning shower or two, 23 in Perth. And sunny and 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 12th of May.